Hi, I'm Nia Nikita. I'm Michaela Woods. I'm Miles Wortman. And this, and this is Melon in the Media. Well, hi, everybody. Today, we're going to be talking about um, just like everything that's been going on, on Twitter and like the response to the guy from True Kitchen and how um, he was just being very anti-Black, per usual, typical bullshit. But um, first, I want to introduce our guest. Our guest is Jada, also known as JiggyJ2 on Twitter. She's a social media strategist, activist with a passion for the Black people who is currently pursuing her master's at Morgan State. If you want to say anything, Jada. Um, hi, yeah, I'm Jada. Everything uh, she said. <laughs> um, yes, I'm just here to kind of, you know, give my uh, outrageous opinion. <laughs> yeah, if you guys follow her on Twitter, you know that she holds nothing back. And that's kind of like what we'll be needing. So basically, like I said before, a Dallas, Texas restaurant owner. Um, I don't really know his name. I also don't really care to know his name. <laughs> at all. Not at all. Um, his restaurant was called True Kitchen, and he basically got mad because a group of women was twerking in the restaurant. Um, I don't know if you guys seen the videos been circulating for like this all this week, and um, he basically told them, "What did he say? I don't need y'all money. I try to create something classy for my people." Da da da. da. But then also, um, the what goes into it is like the atmosphere and the setting, you know. So, like, you can't expect people to be classy when you have, like, a DJ and they're playing, like, twerk music. And, like, I'm ready to say, if you give and put me in an environment that I feel like I'm going to shake some ass, I'm going to shake some ass. And um, also that, and also, um, I feel like another big thing is, like, how we try to, like, assimilate to, like, white people and the whole thing of, like, respectability politics. Because mm-hmm. um, I also, I do get that, like, we need like professional spaces, but I also feel like a lot of professionalism is like rooted in whiteness. Um, and also, so instead of assimilating, why can't you just create an environment that like we can thrive off of? So like, if you know black people like to shake ass, let us shake our fucking ass instead of telling us that um, we're being inappropriate. I definitely agree. and kind of the piggyback off what you said it was like that was problematic but it's also when he positioned it's like oh we have young men in here that are trying to respect themselves so women can't be doing x y and z so it was like so many layers to what he said was a problem so it's like basically what you're saying is in order for men to respect women we it's based on our actions like respect it like no you should just respect women as human beings they shouldn't be oh if they're not twerking then that's when you respect women or that respectability politics but it's just like then it was like it turned into even respectability politics and then on top of a little bit of patriarchy sprinkling into misogyny because just like what do you mean like what are you trying to say about women who are twerking even though you have twerking music it's like a club slash uh, restaurant atmosphere so I don't get it and I've never known a, a restaurant to be a professional space so like I get professionalism which I think it is also rooted in racism and respectability po- politics which is rooted in post-slave trauma so I, I, I get it and you have to kind of you know un unlearn those types of things so it's like oh well dress nice put your pants up do this do this do that when white people don't have to follow 
any of those rules. Like, we have a president who he's in the highest office of the state and that he's the most unqualified, doesn't follow any type of professionalism. Uh, so it's like, it's only all these requirements for black people because it's what we've been told it's been passed down from generation to generation. But I do think it's definitely a problem for you as a business owner, even if you, uh, you know, apply to respectability politics or something that you subject yourself to or you follow, you're a business owner and these are your customers, that's your livelihood. So the fact that you even approached them and spoke to them in that manner, because they were in the fact, and on top of that, they were black women. Like it, it's just like so many, it, so many issues wrapped up in, into one. And it's so many problems. <laughs> like I honestly cannot, it's like 18 different issues that, that's wrapped into that two minute video, honestly. Yeah, I feel like that whole interaction was just like a perfect physical embodiment embodiment of misogynoir. It really was. I feel like if you devote a whole space to Blackness and celebrating Blackness and then women act out on their Blackness and the culture that they've created for themselves and you take an issue to that, I feel like that's just so wrong. When he went into like the whole respecting yourself, I didn't know that dancing was respectful, dancing amongst peers was respectful. The whole get the F out if you have a problem as if anybody wouldn't. If you're young mm -hmm. at me for, you know, interacting with the music that you put on, you want me to sit down and eat my food, but you have Watt playing in the background. If you understand it, then that's cool. And um, another thing that I want to get into is this dress code. Oh yeah. This dress code. I yeah. have a book. So just to read off a couple things, no ball caps or casual headwear, headwear, do-rag, hair cap, etc. No slides, especially the fuzzy ones, ladies. <laughs> no tank tops, no bodysuits, no explicit words, visuals, no jerseys, no sagging pants, no sweatsuits, no sweatpants, yoga pants, and gym clothes. Now, before we get into that, I actually do understand, you know, no swearing. If you want to, like, set up a space where it's like, okay, pop out, then I guess, like, I understand, like, no sweatsuits and whatnot. But we're not going to act like he had a certain per he didn't have a certain person in mind when reading this. It's really the fuzzy slides that caught me. It's the bodysuit for me because how can you tell if I have like, a bodysuit? Yeah, I it was do yeah. Like you really you said check my specific crop? things. That it was you don't very. Like. It was a little too racially specific for me. It was definitely like, that was racially profiling. Like, literally. there's so many other ways to be broad about describing your dress code. That you really have to get that it's really, specific. It's really specific. First of all, I've never, I mean, never been to any restaurant that had a dress code. So this is a club. The only places that I've been that had dress codes is clubs. It's like, oh, no sneakers. Yeah. You got high on heels. So is it a club or is it not, sir? That's, that, and people were saying, oh, like, yeah, you're, definitely. You're sending mix. You're like, like what, is, what, what is the environment that you're creating? Because it's all over the place. You need to get your brand on track before you sit up here and have uh, and have uh whole meltdowns because people are not respecting the, the different brands that you're creating but yeah go back to what you were saying yeah um i just don't exactly know what exactly stopped him from just saying dress code is formal semi-formal <laughs> it was just exactly. way too was specific. yeah it's just it's it's too much too many people felt are targeted within this whole within that breakdown it was it, it was specific to black to the way black people dress yeah. that, that literally what it was specific to that like i don't under i don't even it's no way to sugarcoat it you were specifically saying the way that black people dress you cannot come in i'm um, coming here because i don't know white people that wear do-rags so yeah. <laughs> but like i said like, never been to an actual restaurant with a dress code where i couldn't have fuzzy slides on a do-rag so is it or is it not a club sir <laughs> like, it was getting very rock nation brunch black community 
not everyday black community. Yeah, it's like you want a cheesecake factory vibe, or do you? What do you want? Yeah, because well, also, <laughs> like, it it like, it's because really nobody suits. Go I ahead, see. Me. I see. Like, like why can't I wear a body at, suit? And how would you know I have on a bodysuit? Like, that's my thing. Yeah, <laughs> looks like your shirt. I see where he's getting at when he was um, saying all the stuff was like. You know, I'm trying to have like a respectable place for the community. Da, 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 da. Okay, I understand that, but you didn't need to come at them that way. And apparently, he had asked them politely like twice or whatever. But um, you're doing that out of concern because you're afraid she was going to fall out of a window or something. I get it, but I don't. At the same time, it's like I, I just don't see how the twerking and all that stuff that they were doing correlates to you like trying to give a life lesson out for your rest of the customers like it wasn't even that you were talking to them anymore you were talking to the entire restaurant he talked he was like cut the music ah that's not necessary if you really wanted like your restaurant to have a way about it and yeah, maybe not dance on tables, but if you really want to way about it, specifically say that. Say that so that people don't come in thinking, oh yeah, this is actually the safe place that you want us to have. And have fun, let loose the way you want us to, and then reprimand us for it. But let's yeah. the moment he would have said y'all could get out. But it's this menu too, because if I'm going somewhere, for one, the music, if y'all playing WAP, I'm wearing this bitch like, okay, like this shit lit, like, okay. But then when you look at the menu, I'm really like unpacking this menu. This shit say, Peach Douce, Strawberry Hennessy Hustler, that's the name of the drink. Um, What's another <laughs> one? They got something with Jack Daniels. They're serving um, Peach Cobbler, Banana Pudding. Like, it's giving me very, like, African-American foods, black foods, soul foods, like, I'm ready to go kick it. Mm -hmm. But I think another thing that's a big takeaway from this is, like, how um, his business has increased, like, post all this happening. So it's, like, what made y'all about that make made y'all want to, like, go support him? He tapped into racism. He tapped it's, and it's so many, it's so many black people that subscribe yeah. to internalized racism, internalized white supremacy. So it's just like, yeah, it's like, yeah, uh, it's like the good black versus the bad black. So it's like the good blacks are like, oh, he tapped into that, that good black. And it's just like, you feel like it's that elitism. Like, oh, I don't do that. I'm a good black. So let me go support this, this man because he's trying to follow, you know, these, these white, uh, these white is right rules. And it's just like, no. Yeah, like, I think it could really, be. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I I also think that it could be like uh the older millennials or something like that who are like, yeah, I see what you're saying. I I hear it because I'm tired of everybody just throwing ass everywhere. Like, but that's no. what black people do. That's what no. First of all, everyone throws ass, and that, and and one thing that's crazy is because like I went to a, like an extremely white school, so it's like I've been around white people in large numbers for a considerable amount of time, and it's just like and but growing up, I was like I grew up in a black neighborhood. I went to a black high school, so it's like when I got to college, I was just like, oh, that was like my first experience being around a whole bunch of white people, and like it's like the 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 way that we try to assimilate and the standards that we have for ourselves, white people don't even have from themselves. Like they act a damn fool. Like 
partying away. I'm like, are y'all serious? Like breaking shit, throwing shit through windows. Like that's just how they party. Like they shake ass, shake like act a fool. Like they might not have no rhythm or no beat, but they they out there like just throwing. No, like, they be lit. Like, they they be lit. So just like and they be on all they have what they would have been in there and that shaking ass doing drugs. Like it would have been like they would put in the bathroom oh. doing meth and then coming back out oh, and going dummy, going hard. So that's another reason why I think that it like it is extremely rooted in racism because just like every it, what's right for them and what they get away with, we can't ever get away. Like can't even get away with in a black environment twerking to twerk music. Then it becomes we. It's always us. What do you mean? It's actually not always us. Like, and that's also one of the crazy things I think is about internalized racism, internalized white supremacy. Like, it doesn't even it doesn't even add up because like you're not even holding yourself to the standard that white people but it's like they can get away with it because you know that's white supremacy they're okay but it's like no we gotta do x y and z no we really don't we actually don't actually have to adhere to these rules that white people constructed specifically for black people like yeah because they don't even make sense yeah. i feel like black people we've just fought too hard to create our own culture and our own self-expression to still be like following the guidelines of whiteness and I feel like that's in a lot of marginalized mm-hmm. communities like coming from the queer community I see it all the time like queer relationships according itself to like heterosexual relationships and it's like that's not our world we have mm-hmm. our own thing we can't expect to you know have our own success and happiness by living by guidelines that aren't even ours mm-hmm. what do y'all think so do y'all a lot I know a lot of things I also seen was like okay I get what he's saying but it's the way he said it do y'all think that he was still right because even though when you look at it like even if he would have said it like without all the disrespect well not even the disrespect but like it was still rooted in like misogyny though you know what I'm saying do y'all think he still would have been right if he just would have said like hey y'all I really don't appreciate y'all twerking like that um, and not make the whole big scene or do y'all still think like the whole premises of his restaurant is wrong because to me it's kind of like he was trying to like use like he's trying to like dangle our culture in front of black people like come in um I want your Mm -hmm. business and then once we get there it's like well I don't want you to act like that I was just doing that to get you guys in here so it's contradictory yeah yeah like his whole restaurant is a contradiction (laughs) yeah yeah I feel like a better way to handle that is to just acknowledge that the people, the patrons there weren't doing anything wrong, but all they were doing was reacting with the ambiance that you created for your space. So if mm-hmm. you're, so it's not like the black people were just twerking to Mozart. You're obviously putting something Mozart. to get them in that mood. So like, check your, check your DJ and all that. So then we're not gonna have anything to um, go upon with, but in terms of like respecting his space and whatnot, and yes, he can go on about that. Like, I don't want anybody twerking on my, on my seats in my restaurant. Like, that's fine. I don't want anybody cursing in my restaurant since there's families there. But the whole get the F out, this isn't this, this isn't that, respect yourselves. I feel like that could have been kept. Yeah, I think like, he could have checked his establishment and like the patrons would have followed suit. He could have definitely yeah. just went to the DJ and asked him to change the song. Then yeah. cut the cut the DJ. Switch <laughs> it up. Or he could have asked them if he was really mad about it, he could have just pol- he could have asked them to leave on his own. But then that would have been another scene. Didn't I think he asked him twice, or he asked yeah. him twice to stop twerking. Yeah, I think yeah. that, but I do. If you address that, that party that was twerking, once he realized, like, hey, this is kind of the environment that I'm providing, 
that maybe he could just set up some guidelines and say, yeah, you guys can dance and stuff, but just don't get on my furniture. Like yeah. <laughs> that could be his, I think that might've been his really big thing was like, you're on my tables and chairs and doing all this stuff. Like that's why you're not respecting anybody or yourselves. And then you can set up some way of saying, yeah, go ahead. You can dance over here. But just don't get on my tables. This is not a club. Set that up. Say, this is not a club. This is a restaurant. You can't have fun. But let's just not be on the furniture. And it, but I just can't. I just wish he was clear with his vision. Because it's like, yeah. uh, it's a club slash restaurant slash brunch spot slash, slash lounge. Don't like, he got so something going many... on at New Year's? Who who he got coming to the Yeah, place? sections. Apparently, other part, another part of the building is a club. So, like... I, I that that's what I'm saying. Like uh, I I still think that he's I think he's in the in the wrong because it's, it's your wrong. response. He's in the wrong no matter what way he would have said it because it's your responsibility as as the owner to like you set the pace, you set the tone, you set the pace, right. you, you decided what environment you want. So you created this confusing as like you marketed it as four different environments. Then that's your job as as the owner. So okay, yes, you're. But you should be mad at yourself for the way you have been marketing your restaurant and you selling do say picture out of, out of you do say bottles during a pandemic. During a pandemic, yeah. it's like it, and it's set up. It's very clubby. It's very DJ playing. Like it's very. It's a message to, to, to your patrons. You got a dress code. Like I said, only see dress codes at clubs, never at restaurants. Um. So there you go. Like so that's that's my first first response and then secondly okay let's say that you um the way you spoke to them would I wouldn't even have made it's either you would have asked, you should have just asked them to leave like you should have not addressed those customers nothing that, that you said I don't care if you changed your tone but what you said was wrong how you said it was wrong so you, you should have adjusted everything I just tell them look you after the second time it shouldn't even been that like look I asked you uh three two three times like you have to go like I wouldn't even, since you don't need any money, uh, he should have been like, you know, you could just leave the bill. Because I've been kicked out of some places before and the owner was just like, you know, you got to go. You, I'm sorry, but this, like, you got to go. And cool, respect. It's, it's your restaurant. So it's all about, you know, you don't have to, I, it wasn't no rants, like, fuck you, X, Y, and Z. Like, I, back in the day, I used, I fought in the club. They wasn't like, you got to get the fuck out now. Don't ever come back to like, man, you and your party have to go. You can't have that behavior. I'm sorry, that's not tolerated. Um, I wasn't like mad or nothing, but it wasn't you ghetto ass bitches. Y'all are in here shaking right. y'all ass, fighting. Don't we? Yo, black miss a lot. Black people can't go nowhere because all y'all do is fight. Like, no, it wasn't any of that. And my biggest problem is that if it was if this was a white um man speaking to black women like that, it would have been. They would have had to call Deray and his vest. They would have called Al Sharpton. They would have called every black leader. They would have called Dr. Uma Angela Davis, like, look at it. So, and that's also my problem. Like, it, it's like that it's uh, it's okay and it's justified when it's a black man speaking to black women, like, uh, in that manner. And, it, and it's not okay just because you're a black man, just because we're both black, doesn't mean you get to disrespect me as a, as a black person and as a woman, as a black woman. Like, that's not cool. Like, and it's not family business if you're speaking to me in that manner. And I'm, and I'm paying, I'm a paying customer. Like, mm mm. So I don't think it, even if he would have changed his tone, still wrong. So yeah, I feel like the jokes kind of write themselves, especially like when you go into the topic of respect, as you have a full restaurant during a pandemic that is disproportionately killing black people. 
Yeah, like, like do that, you respect Black Lives or not? Yeah. <laughs> and in that video, it didn't really look like any like cold. It didn't look like it. It looked like it was like tables next to tables. Like it wasn't like no no mask. Just vibes, like just vibes, <laughs> right? You didn't have no uh no limit. Like some restaurants, are, like every third table. Like I've seen things. I seen. Yeah, I didn't see that. That wasn't that. So I guess my question for you all would kind of be like. So what is, like, professionalism for Black people? Like, how would you define that? Or how should we navigate that? Because I feel like a lot of times, like you said, we try to assimilate. Because um, even, like, my friends or, like, me, like, I'm in a lot of leadership roles on campus. So when I do stuff for, like, my orgs um, and I dress up, it's kind of like, oh, like, that's too tight or that's too that realistically like this is a basic ass shirt from Marshalls and if it was a white girl it wouldn't be too tight so I feel like mm-hmm. we always are being like nitpicked so how do we navigate like professionalism um I feel like though the first way into navigating professionalism is kind of understanding like what it is and what it's rooted in like I feel that I, I feel you and it's just like you can dress a certain way if that's your if that's the environment like yes if i'm at a job interview you know wear x y and z but just like you said they'll say if you have on this this same body like the teacher bay she had on this body mm-hmm. con dress and they were acting a fool they're saying it wasn't professional what about it wasn't professional because she has a body that she can't help like so i feel like things like i feel like that's why i feel like professionalism for for black people is rooted in racism because it's like you it you know like you're just trying to kind of control it's kind of it's like professionalism is a way to like kind of control the black community like okay no you can't do this you can't do that and or if you want to be successful you have to kind of leave whatever you think is appropriate or whatever you know whatever black culture is like there's like no such thing as black professionalism it's like professionalism is is white people have defined professionalism for for us like it's just like no this is what you're going this is what you should wear this is what you need to wear this is what you need how you look how you need to talk code switching why do i have white people don't have to switch the way in which they talk country ass white people don't gotta uh stimulate and change the way they talk just to get a job why do i have to uh you know change my dialect just to get a job it's not it that that's that's not that's not that's not equal so that's what i'm saying professionalism i feel like it's a fine line between you know the setting that you're in and dressing appropriately or acting appropriate in that setting and being professional and professionalism as a whole so i feel like it's kind of Yes, in a business meeting, you do not need to have on a club dress, but like, who would do that? Like, I don't think that's professionalism. I think that, you know, every environment has their own set of, like, like you know, rules. Like, that that to me is not what I see professionalism. I see professionalism as white people, society trying to push their standards upon black people. Miles, Michaela. Yeah, I'd have to agree. And I think a big part of it is also very body idealist. Um, I worked at the Court of Appeals, the DC circuit for like four years in high school, every summer. And I would always struggle, like trying to figure out what exactly do I wear? Because I didn't want to wear something that was too tight or too loose that it looked unflattering for myself and I have to look around walking like a sack like (laughs) that's not what I'm trying to do and everybody knows that I accessorize but that was a problem like I would be asked can you wear less jewelry or something and I would just have on like 
a simple necklace, small like quarter sized hoops, and my rings. And they're like, can you just wear a little less? And why? What's the problem? Like, <laughs> I'm not harming you. If I'm trying to represent, this is how I represent myself. And this is how I feel professional and where I am at a place where I can get work and then end up representing you as a good way. Why is that should be, why is how I'm dressing a problem? If what I'm, if the work and everything that I'm putting out is top tier, that's all that should be worried, that you should be worried about. And I think that's where the line of professionalism gets kind of blurry is that people are more concerned about the image of how are you being professional rather than what exactly you're doing that is professional and like your work ethic or um, just your basic uh, presentation, like <laughs> whatever, if you're presenting a something, that's what professionalism should be more about than your image about who you are or how you're going to go about being the company's token black person. You know what I mean? Um, for me, I actually don't think that black people have a problem with um, professionalism. I think it's more of corporate America having a problem with black people in any professional space. Cause I mean, if you look at it, like what was it? 2019 black women, they were like the leading, the leading, um, demographic for entrepreneurs. So obviously there's no problem with employment for, for our people, but it's when you go into spaces and you're constantly villainized in like sec over-sexualized that it becomes hard to fit in any space. Cause you see, um, um, you were pointing to one woman that was a teacher and they said that her dress, what she was wearing was, um, was inappropriate, but it was just her body. And America has a long history of oversexualized women because like she's a teacher, obviously nothing sexual about that. Her dress wasn't oversexual, it wasn't that. You guys go into any workspace and it's like, oh, your hair is inappropriate. So it's like, it's really more of corporate America over-policing black people in professional spaces uh -huh. than us as people actually having a problem being professional. Cause I, yeah, I don't think there's any problem <laughs> yeah. on our part. Yeah, I agree kind of like what all you guys said and especially me as like a black woman who has like um, like you know a thick body um, and clothes fit tighter on me and especially since I cut my hair a lot like my hair is even deemed as unprofessional because I have like a mm -hmm. little cut so I definitely like understand that um, on so many different ways because I also feel like when I was younger um, being taught like professional ways is also based on based off like white people or like white standards. So now that I'm older and I'm navigating like my womanhood as a black woman, I kind of see all that. But um, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, thank you Jada for coming. Um, I would love no, to I enjoy you time. Um, I'm Nikita. I'm Michaela Woods. I'm Miles Wortman. And this is Melanie in the media. <laughs> Oh snap, I was supposed to add my part. Oh you're good. Well, that out? No, Sorry, no, we that's actually funny. That's actually funny as fuck. But thank you guys. This is me talking to them while you talk with us. And that concludes our episode. See ya.